Welcome to the third podcast today. Special guest is Alex. Alex, boxing and boxing match. And he came on. He said, I want to talk about boxing match to promote myself, but he won't come on to other podcasts we record. Remember when you show up for poker and then leave? Yeah, you tricked me anyway, into that. Anyway, special guest Alex. Everyone, round of applause. <laughs> Can I clap for myself? No. No. Put your hands oh, down. Stop that. <laughs> Sorry. I, you know I was going to give you shit when you sent that message. Uh, yeah, well, as soon as I pressed enter, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> You're like, you know, even if you had played it safe and come on like the week earlier too, then you wouldn't have gotten shit for it. I know, I know. Yeah, to be fair, even, I was, actually, it was shit. Even, it is a shit message. Even if, even Alex, if you had just said, oh, I can come on the podcast this week and just didn't even tell us your motivations. Well, don't you like me being honest, Well, The fact that I respect you enough to actually... No, I do. I do. Think. I do because it lets me make fun of you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, or, I knew this would be a bit. I would well. prefer if you lied, actually. I don't really want to know what everyone actually is <laughs> thinking or doing. I, I just want to like, I just, I want the ambiguity. I found the conversation. Uh, at William Osmond, can I come on the podcast next time and chat about the boxing match I'm doing? And I said, I said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I said. <laughs> and then you said, I mean, you were honest. Uh, sorry, I only want free. <laughs> I'm sorry. I only want you for promotion. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I read into the wow very heavily. I was like, oh, that that's a negative wow. <laughs> I got I to apologize for this one. But what about next week? Uh, well, Are you I'll busy be, next week? I'll be in America next week, Will. So. Oh, hey, we could do an uh, in-person podcast next we week. Do, there we go. You guys can... Help. Like you're trying to figure out how to get out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, Can we be like uh, sparring partners with you? Do you need sparring partners to practice? Yeah, we can do that. We can do 1v3. You guys can just beat me up. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, after like seeing some of the videos of people training, I really I don't think I'd want to fight any of them with zero training. Yeah, but if it's three, yeah. three on one. I, <sighs> Dude, you, that's like saying like a hundred people with their fist versus one guy with a gun. Like, I don't know. Some people are going to lose really bad. I remember, um, I think... who was it? When your, your really muscular friend, Chase, there was that one time where it was oh, yeah, me, Kevin, and Morgan put all our arms together and arm wrestled him, and we actually beat him three on one. Remember oh. that? We were like, we were That's like, um, okay. stacked like into each other. We kind of like uh, nested inside of each other so that all of our arms were lined up and we actually beat Chase. Wait, speaking of people who haven't been here for a while. Yeah, Nigel. You been, Alan? Yeah. Looking Nigel. at you. I'm Nigel's always been here. Every Everyone <laughs> in this podcast. I'm one of the only ones. Nigel and I constantly talk about how do we make this podcast more efficient so we don't spend like three hours <laughs> sitting in front of a computer. You know, I really want to do this in person, but everybody lives so far away, so we can't actually. I mean, if you guys just move to Canada, it'd be so easy. Oh Why? No. Nobody wants to move to Canada. I'd rather move to Australia before Canada. I'd rather yeah, die. Do that. Here's, here's a good question. What is wrong with Canada? Serious answers only. Okay. Uh, follow-up question. What's good about Canada? That's not an answer. <laughs> I mean, you guys you guys are so opposed to living here. What is so off-putting? What hurts yeah, you so Yeah, I don't so understand like, the opposition. It's cold. There's no sun. I mean, look, look how pale you are. Yeah, because I live That's because he doesn't go outside. Yeah, that's, that's no, completely not, there's irrelevant. No, there's no sun. Yeah, well, clearly uh, no, Canada <laughs> doesn't have good weather to be outside in. You could go to Vancouver, which has significantly better weather, because I'm on the East Coast, so it just gets cold. Now, honestly, I like, I like Montreal. I really like Montreal. Is that because they're French? Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about all the things that we did in Montreal? 
<laughs> we can talk about some of the things we did. Okay, I have a question. When you guys were in Montreal, did you go to the strip club? Yes, absolutely. We went. Alan. There's one that's Alan. 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 from Nigel's house. Alan, 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 Alan. I would not. Okay, it's like it's a technicality, right? It's a technicality. It's a technicality. It's we went, but did we go? We went to the strip club. <laughs> I mean, if you're what talking you about mean? how was like, the like saddest if, experience wait, ever because of COVID if, rules. Yeah, so if you go How if, long did this podcast take to completely derail? <laughs> if you go to Mc, yeah, yes. Alex, if you go to McDonald's <laughs> and you go to you go and that you make the journey to McDonald's and then the doors are locked yep. and the drive-thrus closed, you still went to McDonald's. You still went there because you, you in your mind, intended to eat No, McDonald's. no, no. It's more like, like you, you intended to go kiss a stripper. You go to the McDonald's. <laughs> it's open, but every machine There's... they have is broken except for, uh, um, I don't know, what's the worst thing? Is this your analogy for strippers? Alan, 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 Alan. I would not. Don't don't describe anything. No, Don't be rude. Yeah, don't, don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't broken machines. <laughs> every, every, every item in the McDonald's is unavailable except for, like, okay. a soda. And so then you order a soda. Did you go to McDonald's? Order. You did go to McDonald's. Alex, the best way. So what happened was Alan was very, very uh, excited to to see what Montreal had to offer. So yes. I, as a host, okay. was trying to trying to give him the best Montreal experience. So I brought <laughs> I, we went to a place and it was there's nobody there. Like literally nothing gives me more joy than watching Nigel yeah. try to describe no, no, it. Yeah, we were, in a good we, way. We were the yeah. only people there. We literally walked in and the bouncers like, look, man, honestly, I don't blame you if you just leave. Because he just said that. Do they charge you at the door? Well, there's no strippers here. We have to call I, I think one they and wake her would, up. And get but he just dance. said there was not a single patron in the place. We were the only people there. And he was like, there's one person here working, and she was about to leave. <laughs> like, we I don't caught really her just un- in the nick of like, time. Like, I don't understand how they, like, I, would they've just stayed open when there's nobody there? I don't really get it. I think they were hoping that we would show up. I think they were hoping that we would come along. So it was just, it was empty. Literally n- almost nobody was there. Is that a good experience or a bad I think experience? it was great. Oh. Especially the whole time <laughs> Nigel funny. was like talking about like how awesome the place was. Like it was like normally I supposed did to be not- like, like I did not like, say it was awesome. You I did not say it was awesome, Alan. Yes, no. you did. Yes, liar. <laughs> Alan, Alan, you can say anything you want right now, <laughs> and we're all believe gonna it. believe it. So what what I said, Alan, was I said it's I said it's shocking one way because it's it's in a suburb, basically. Like it's not in a downtown area. So I said what's shocking is that it's in a suburb. But it's like not as dead as you think it would be. But then we went in. There was no. This was the McDonald's. Yeah, and only the soda machine was working at the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> would have been so good if you went with um, Nigel Allen and the security guard like knew his name. It was like, "Welcome back, man." Win for the usual. Like, what we didn't realize was that. Um, I mean, I, I we figured this out after. It's because the day, I'll say this, the day we went was because it was the only night when Alan was in town that we had time to go. And it just so happened that that was the only, that was the first day that the COVID rules lifted and actually allowed strippers to be there. Before that, it was just a restaurant. Wait, 
Strippers? I thought we were talking about McDonald's. <laughs> it's a metaphor. No, I'm talking about the strip club. What, what would be worse, the bouncer knowing your name or the, the soda machine knowing <laughs> your name? You can't call him. Can't refer to <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly... I neither of them are... There's nothing machine. wrong with either of them. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say. I didn't say. What oh, what's, was wrong. what's worse? I said, which would be worse? That, I think it's weirder if, like, if it's one of those like robot soda machines and it knows your name when you put the cup <laughs> up robot. To it. Yeah, I think that's, that's way worse. That would have been like you program the machine or something. How does that even work? I've only been to I think a strip strip club twice in my life, and uh, I I did not like it. It was very. It was it, honestly like I don't even want to say sad. I want to say. No, I was going to say, damn it, sad is what I was going to say. I don't want <laughs> to say it made me uncomfortable. Sad. It made me sad. Yeah. Why? I, yeah, I, like, I've been twice as well, and I felt extremely sad. I was like, this <laughs> is a horrible just, place. <laughs> yeah. I, Alan, Alan's why? like, nah. well, Alan, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Does to defend you, Alan. Alan, the reason that you didn't feel sad was because there was nobody there. <laughs> to feel sad for you. There was, no, you know what is sad? It's uh the what happened right after. Like after we left the strip club, do you remember when we were sitting in the car yeah. and we saw like this like car pull up and this like it was like a clown car like bros. Yeah, like I swear nine to God, it was guys. like half a dozen bros came out of that car and like it's watching like a disaster in slow motion. Because <laughs> they're walking towards the strip club and we already know that there's no one in there. <laughs> and they're like really excited and like, oh, shit. Yeah, so they left in in one sack. It was literally they all walked in and yeah. then they all came out. <laughs> Turned around and walked out. <laughs> uh, I just want to say the reason it's for I mean, which I agree with you guys, like it being sad is like it. I mean, it's it's the whole like obvious atmosphere of the I mean, the entire premise. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. You know what? That's my it's, entire it's point. Everything. The, yeah. That's it. It's like it's the whole experience <laughs> is what makes it sad because it's like the people that are in there. Like as customers. Oh, I just go for the food. I just go for the hot wings. <laughs> Is that a thing? They give you free hot wings. I don't think they're yeah, free. I mean, Nothing's free. Yeah, some you'd some, ever some get places free will food. give you free food, but I mean, there'll really? it's like you, there'll be like a cover at the door, but then the food is free. It's like one of those sorts okay. of things. I like a one drink. And one yeah, yeah. Chicken wing. <laughs> one food. chicken. That's pretty good. <laughs> one chicken wing. Uh, the first strip yeah. club I went to was so fucked up it wasn't in australia it was in thailand oh no and it oh, was no. one of those ones that just like its whole shtick is that it like degrades women so that the, uh. the reason everyone went to this one in pataya was because it was called like a ping pong show mm. so girls would oh, like no. you know i thought that was a meme oh, no it's real, real but it got, oh, it got so much worse than ping pongs there was one that would do this thing where she would smoke cigarettes up her vagina <laughs> and then men would come on stage and she would blow the smoke out onto them no um, <laughs> okay. oh my god so i don't he, think you went to a strip club <laughs> i don't think you could even so this, include this that in the same category <laughs> and i'm like why does alan want this why does alan want <laughs> you, to see this <laughs> wait wait that's, i have a question like, were you at all prepared for that when you went to it uh we were a little bit drunk and we thought, because it's just something people recommend. They're like, oh, you got to go see the ping pong show in Pattaya. Oh. But then I didn't know it would literally be families watching these girls. Like, no. like it was so fucked up. It's like the worst Wait, thing I've ever what do you seen. Mean, describe families. It was like, looks like a dad with his son that was probably like 17 would go in and see this 40 year old oh, woman smoke cigarettes out of her vagina. And then, and I had a mate. Uh, I'll say who it is. It was Alexa. He went up on stage okay. and she got like a, um, a blow gun, put a dart inside it, put it to her vagina and she popped balloons 
that he placed like in between his arms, under his legs. Oh my god! Yeah, and they just like pull people from the audience. Just pull that, people. I will tell that, you this, okay, Alex. That's not, that, that doesn't that, even sound yeah, sad that, that anymore. Though. That sounds <laughs> awesome. At first, it was really sad, and then like as it kept going, once the blowgun comes out, it actually looked back around. I was like, "Holy crap! That sounds amazing." Well, it's almost so fucked up. It becomes like something you would see in Star Wars, like this weird, like dystopian strip club with like, like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. Club. They're like, what's the what's like the worst thing we could think of? We're like the thing that like nobody really wants to see, but like oh, I, 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 I like would I, yeah, like would you go back? Because it's like no. Jabba the Hutt was supposed to be right, this like exactly. really bad gangster, but nothing like that happened in his like weird bar of villainy or whatever. Right? It's supposed to be like the worst scum of the universe yeah. in that Star Wars place, but they didn't have mm, a single turns lady. Turns out that it's actually in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, it's not even as bad as Thailand. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> How much did it cost? Oh, so the worst part was it was free entry. And what they expected was for you to buy drinks inside. But because we were like 19-year-old fucking students, we didn't buy drinks inside. We just went inside and just fucking oh gasped in God. horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then that means someone, they're like getting paid like a flat rate? Or oh, it would be. Them or? So I think people were tipping them, but it was oh fucked. My it was fucked. Wow, what a business model. Yeah, so I would not count that as one of your trips to a strip club. No, okay. <laughs> I would, I I would definitely not count that. Because, <laughs> like, at that point, it's not even... It's just, a, like, a weird spectacle and... Yeah, it's like a freak circus. Yeah. Like it's, what, yeah. What, else, what else do they have in Thailand that you can do? <laughs> what do you mean? Are you, are you talking about illegal things nah, you can I'm do? I'm just or? thinking, like, if I ever... What wholesome I, things I, can you I do Because I want to go to Thailand, Thailand, but now I'm not so sure I want to go to Thailand, so now I need someone to, like... Up, like hype me back up to go into. You can go take pictures with tigers that have been drugged, so they don't. Eat you. <laughs> well, that's even worse somehow. Okay. Can, do they have tigers that can do the ping pong ball trick? That would I would. <laughs> <laughs> you can look into that. Oh no. <laughs> well, I guess I, I'm just gonna have to go for myself and see what Thailand has to offer. Maybe tiger. you just have to develop this skill, Will, and you can do it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to pace to see someone else do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you have to say the wholesome things you did here. Well, I I, I showed you oh. a lot of Montreal. Yeah. Okay. Other other than the nasty, disgusting things that Nigel showed me, uh, like we went we, we went to the casino Alan, before we went, we went to, to the strip, strip club. club. We I think we were there for like maybe ten minutes. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it was still well worth it. Nine and okay. nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. We're talking to the bouncer. <laughs> I know for a f Nigel's gonna dispute this, but it's a hundred percent true. He is actually like I don't know how he is. He's very good at gambling. I don't. That's kind of an oxymoron because it's not even like like blackjack or poker. Like the slot machines, Nigel prints money from slot machines like they're ATMs. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I have to say, uh, the the like same casino. Uh, it was a year ago. I signed up and I'd never had an account, so they gave me twenty five dollars that you have to gamble. You can't withdraw it. Uh, I'm right. proud to say I turned that into thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> no way! What he does that How? all the time? Jesus, that's like a that's like a hundred. Wait, 10 that's X? insane! No, hundred X? Yeah, we what? hit we hit some uh, X. How? I don't know, man. Are you counting cards it's or something? No, it was Nigel. the slots. It was the slot machine. I swear, like the like, cause we we went with um 
we went with one of Nigel's friends, and the whole time he was talking about like sort of like this crazy look that Nigel has, and the whole time mm. Nigel's like, "No, like you've only you only saw like <laughs> when I was winning. You didn't see like when I lost. Like it's just like it's an illusion." It's and we true. Go to the casino, and Nigel's like showing me one of the machines. He sits down. The first thing he does, he like hits it, and it, it, it like makes forty dollars comes out. Like it, it, it immediately. <laughs> Those magical fingers. Yeah. Just it lined up pretty good. Wow. It, we created the like the uh, you know the gambling illusion for Alan. I don't actually win all the time. I'll keep saying it. The first time I went gambling, uh, I was eighteen. Uh, I don't know the gambling age. The gambling age is usually twenty-one, but that's usually not the gambling. It's the alcohol. Mm. Um, but there is a casino near me that doesn't do alcohol, and so it's eighteen. Or the uh, you have to go. Wait, to the bars so you can gamble, but you can't drink. They don't serve alcohol at the machines or tables, I think, is how it works. Because Vegas, you have to be 21, I think, because they serve alcohol inside of the mm. casino. Okay. Anyways, I played blackjack, and I think I turned, like, 20 bucks into, like, $200 or something. And I'm like, hell yeah, like, I'm good at blackjack. <laughs> uh, and then I went back a second time, like, like a couple months later, and then I, I lost, like, $60, and I was like, I'm not good <laughs> at gambling. <laughs> And that's pretty much the only gambling I've really ever done other than like 20 bucks here and there at a yeah, slot machine every time we pass. There is, there is a strategy. Mm. Um, sure. Oh, yeah. And the, you got to time the, the 50 hertz AC no, line? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and if you, exactly. If you kick the machine at the right time, it glitches. No. <laughs> you unplug the power cord. <laughs> yeah, and you, you pause in. the screen on what you want. <laughs> no, there, what, I've, what I've realized is, I mean, it's not even like a, a theory is you'll always lose long term so you have to you, you basically yeah. yeah the way that i would win normally like i don't win that big when i go with friends you put in 20 and oftentimes you'll on like this i would like to say that this is not actual official <laughs> advice, advice. <laughs> and that statistically speaking everything it's, nigel's saying it's is only wrong. one However, there's only continue. one machine i ever gamble on and usually if you put 20 dollars in and you bet max which is like three dollars each you usually more often than not you'll get like you'll win fifteen dollars so you have like thirty five and you just cash out you have like if you keep going you'll you'll end with zero mm. so like the trick is you just you you pretty much hit the button sometimes like three times and that's it and then if you if you come separate times you know doing that just you know you don't win big but it pays for your gas oh and my like you God. know you know something funny though I do think like statistically speaking right you are guaranteed to yes. lose. However, I think that there is like a human psychology aspect that gives the casino an yep. even bigger advantage. And that is even if you do win for some reason, I bet you even if you gave like, like somebody with a gambling addiction, you gave them like a rule book that says if you win more than $10 in the first five minutes, leave the casino, they would not be able to do it. No, but I've I, I've learned that if you are okay not winning a lot, you'll never you'll be good yeah. usually. Mm, but th away. that's I think like I noticed that with uh uh the bit what was what was the game that bust we the were bit playing? yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah bust a bit uh that it's a whole long story um Kevin turned like almost no money into like a couple thousand dollars and it's almost like it's like half of the game is just your own psychology getting yeah. greedy yeah and it's almost like the less greedy you are the higher the likelihood you can actually make money because like kevin was like consistently actually doing okay which to me was like kind of mind-blowing like i don't understand this but i think maybe i don't know how the platform works but i think i i'm just speculating right now but i'm thinking maybe 
maybe the platform should I, okay you know what? let's explain how the game works also don't don't also Wait, don't i forgot do about that. the time <laughs> don't game. Do this. this is gambling gambling's bad i will never I, gambling is bad and yeah. if you think gambling is anything other than bad you're an idiot However, it can be fun, and, and you like, have to be prepared to any money you put in there. You, you, you don't get it well. well, well, well I have I have a scheme. I came up with a way to win every no, time. No, shut up. No schemes. <laughs> schemes are bad. Okay, so Bust a Bit is a uh, like I don't know. It's like a crypto base. It's just like a freaking casino. And the way it works is really stupid. There's a graph, and it just plots time. And the longer it goes, that time number. So if it's two seconds it's or three seconds, is a yeah. multiplier to your initial bet. However, it can crash. And so what you have to do is you have to click get out. You can set automatic ones too. Um, and you have to click get out before it crashes. And so if you bet $10 and it gets up to two seconds and you click get out, you get $20. However, if it gets up to 2.1 seconds and crashes and you haven't pressed it, then you lose the money. And sometimes it'll go up to like hundreds of seconds. And sometimes it'll be like 1.1 seconds. And it's like... It is actually like insanity because you get to watch a live playing field of everybody who's in like the same room as you virtually playing. There's a whole scoreboard in real time. And it's like, it's actually, it starts seconds, but then it actually gets faster and faster. So I think it's like one second, two seconds, then it goes exponential. So it's like, it will start going crazy because I I remember there was a guy, I think, who bet one bit or whatever, like one millionth of a Bitcoin, and he multiplied it by a million. (laughs) He let it ride to a million. (laughs) It's like, Like, why? In these lobbies, you could see people betting like tens of thousands of dollars on a single run. So fucked. But the fucked up thing is even if they win because there's other people in the lobby... That means yeah. the game still wins because those other people lost. Right. So it's like... So my conspiracy theory is like, obviously these websites make money. Like they will never develop an algorithm that loses no. the money. Like it always consistently will make the money, which is fair. Like if you're running a gambling site like that, it's kind of expected that you have to somehow make money. I don't know if it's algorithmically generated or if it actually is truly random where it like it will essentially change the odds dynamically like maybe maybe it doesn't actually look what people are doing in the moment so it is truly random in the moment but maybe like over time it will like i i have no idea i mean i think that's the biggest problem with all of the like the crypto-based gambling stuff is that they're just they're not regulated right so you just have to you have to just trust that they're quote-unquote fair i would not doubt that there's literally an algorithm that just makes sure like i wouldn't think that they're taking a 10 percent edge that'd be crazy but to have it where it's just algorithmically that yeah they're getting one percent just over time like I, I feel like that's pretty much expected like otherwise how do they make their money um but i don't i do not know the inner workings of how it because sometimes it it explodes at like a 1.01 multiplier so it's like you never even had a chance to to make any money so i wonder if like if there is some waiting or if it actually is completely it could random be completely random some combination i, I have no idea hmm. is there like legislation for um <clears throat> like Everything that's online or like at a slot machine, like it's not going to be true random. It's going to be pseudo random, but that yeah. has to be so like. It turns out the government is stupid and old and doesn't know how to do this. And the only thing that's regulated is like in-person mm. stuff. I think the online stuff is like wild west. Wait, right really? Because none of them are hosted here. Yeah, I think they're all hosted in other. If countries. you're hosted, because I know what the the um, the Bitcoin stuff. They're, for a lot of them, they're in Curacao or something, and it's like some of them would be like, as a U.S. citizen, you're not legally allowed playing on them. But they don't enforce anything, right? So it's like, that's right. how they get around it. But it's like, if you want to legally allow a U.S. citizen to play, then you have to follow 
those laws. Oh. I definitely feel like bust a bit in a giant arena with like a thousand people playing at the same time would be absolutely magical. No, that would be like a bloodbath. No, but you're not playing against each other though. I mean, you are and you aren't though. Because if someone, you know, people will still lose. Well, and... okay. So I guess if we don't know exactly how it works, yeah. but like the game itself, you are playing against the house. Who knows what the house is doing yeah. behind the scenes. Me and, my, um, me and my mate had the best way of always winning against the casino. Um, so at Star <laughs> City, in literally every single time. Um, so at Star City in Sydney, there was this area just before the high rollers room, which was a big fountain. And basically all the high rollers would come out and for good luck, they would chuck their chips into the fountain. Oh. So me and my mates would go roll up our jeans at like 2am and just walk around in the fountain collecting money. And then what we would do is we would get those chips and take them to the like to blackjack and spend them. And one time, like I kid you not, the woman was like, why are these chips wet? <laughs> <laughs> So wait, your method like, oh. your method to always win was to steal. Yeah, that's not stealing, Nigel. They were thrown away no. into a fountain. A security <laughs> guard did tell us once that they were going to charity, but we were like, no, we don't believe you. <laughs> that's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> Didn't you you got banned? Yeah, I got banned. Not for that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but for the for the, the COVID uh, the, the COVID stunt of coming in yeah, with a really hot you... head. And then they were like, No, you 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 lied. You fabricated that. I love the idea that a casino is like the ethical board for deciding that you did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks, Mister <laughs> Casino, for telling me I did something bad. Uh, and it's like how how what you did was very unethical, son. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I want to know how could they prove that I didn't have a hot head? Does, are they admitting they have thermal cameras like permanently set up in the casino to scan everyone's temperature or something? Like, dude, I think they're just trying to throw someone else under the bus yeah, so they don't get yeah, in trouble definitely. that's a hundred percent dude no one does anything unless it keeps them from getting in trouble that's like how half the world works dude like the instant that somebody has to provide something like a better service or it'll like cut their bottom line then they start trying really hard <laughs> should we talk about the boxing match no 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 <laughs> if alex comes on a second podcast <laughs> also when when does this podcast go out um, I think on the like uh, the sixteenth or the fifteenth of May. Well, that's that's after. <laughs> she do it exactly the same time as the boxing match. Okay, so speaking of gambling with money, how about gambling with the neurons in your brain by? But you could also you could also else. bet on Alex, right? Can, there there is the ability to. Is that betting? Hmm. I don't know if there's is betting. There betting. I have no idea. Actually. Wait, what do you mean? Because oh, if there is betting, I would definitely. I, I thought you said I don't know if that is betting. I'm like, wow, this guy's confident. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is there betting? Wait, I don't know. I feel like this just got more. Exciting. I mean, we could definitely do it internally. We can have some unsanctioned. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. Can we get your guys's um your reactions and bets on who you think's gonna win? Oh man, I literally cannot even begin. Because I think I reckon I can. I reckon up. I can call it. Yeah. Okay. For who? You and Odd Ones Out? Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. I, obviously, I'm going to win. Like, yeah, Odd Ones Out's going <laughs> to win. Wait, wait. wait, that would That's be... actually probably the only fight you could call <laughs> yeah. is saying that, he, that you're a player. Imagine how funny that would be if I trained all this time, flew all the way to America, and I just get knocked out straight away <laughs> oh in the first God. round. Wait, but I mean, that is possible. <laughs> I know it is possible, but no, I'm going, I'm going are you, to win. Are you worried about like actually getting hit? and being even dumber than you currently are after the fight? <laughs> well, the thing, a little bit, because when I, when, I first said, when I first said yes to this, I don't think I really kind of 
truly considered how horrible a sport boxing is. And then only yeah. when I started it and did my first spa, I was like, holy shit, getting hit hard in the head sucks. And then you do it again and you do it again. And I've done Oof. like a lot of sparring now. And it's like, even the, because sh- I, when I watched boxing, I thought the shots where they didn't get knocked out. I thought that didn't hurt. But no, you get like black flashes, which is obviously your brain bouncing around inside your head. And you just do this over and over and over again. And like, you get this feeling as well when you've been in a spa where like my coach describes it as being heady, which is essentially you just feel hung over for like five days. And he's like, oh, don't worry about that. That's normal. I'm like, you're saying I'm concussed. That's normal. I'm like, what the the fuck is this It's like when he goes, that's normal. I find it funny because it's like, that's normal. Yeah, if you have a concussion, but it's not normal to have Mm. the concussion. No, (laughs) no. He's like he has a very relative idea of normal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. For my boxing coach, yeah. that he's always concussed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the problem is that his normal. The more brain damage you get, the more you let you don't oh. realize that that is not normal. Well, that that is true. Like the more I get hit now, the less sure? it hurts. So you're saying, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is normal. So it's just the middle ground that's bad when you're aware of your brain damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The, <laughs> that's how you can see. That's when you know it's disappearing. Your <laughs> yeah. intelligence yeah. Slow. Like, hey, I'm pretty good. I don't really notice anything when I get knocked. At some around. point, you're like, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> but the thing you're saying this is a joke. I literally had a, a boxer tell me, "He's like, yeah, bro, it's only like the first couple, like couple of hits that really hurt, and then you've lost your brain cells, so it's fine." Oh God. Like, they actually said that. <laughs> yeah, he actually said that. Oh, like no. couple of hits for but a given why? fight or in general. No, he was just saying in general. Just you, you get hit a few times and that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's like fun. callus on your hands. Your brain can callus. Callus. It's like uh, going to going to concerts and the music's so loud that mm. your ears ring, but eventually it stops happening. <laughs> it's because your right. hearing is just worse now. <laughs> so, how many times have you been hit in the head? I'm not telling you that, William. <laughs> no, uh, probably in total. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's like I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Why what? am I here again? <laughs> Oh, no, this is like flowers for Algernon. Oh, no. I don't want to quantify it because then it's just depressing. Wait, quantify what? I don't know how many times I've been hit in the head while training. Is it true that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Yes. (laughs) Definitely. I am more intelligent now that I've started boxing. (laughs) It's it's shit, though, because there are some great things about boxing, like the fitness Mm. is awesome. Right. Um, the fitness and just the how competitive it is. Like I like competitive sports and the fact that it's just you one on one with another guy trying to figure him out. And then when you do and you do something sneaky and you hit him, it's almost like, haha, I tricked you. And you get this feeling <laughs> right. of satisfaction. But um I'm not an aggressive person, so some guys love knocking people out. And like the first time yeah. I landed a proper hit on someone, I stopped and was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And my coach was like what the fuck are you doing? Hit him again. And I was like, oh shit. Like, no, oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. finish him. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a strange sport. That's the brain damage, dude. What? That's what yeah. the training is. The training is just inducing more and more brain damage yeah. until you become a boxer that's basically immune to pain and, and more brain damage. You know, you ever seen like the videos of like the little, I saw it on Reddit the other day, the little rat car where they took the brain out of the rat and put neurons in it and it like drives around. They literally just like reduce your brain to like three or four neurons. <laughs> You saying that's gonna happen to me? And then you can just kill people. Well, you can still drive a car. <laughs> yeah, that's at yeah. least I got that to look forward to. <laughs> so okay, 
Uh, do they do they do this like can you wear a helmet or can you like just do boxing but no face? So, so there's a, there is a it's head protection, but in terms of preventing concussions, it doesn't really do that because when you get yeah. hit, your head still moves, right? So yeah, but any sort of like damping, like any it, sort of like it does a bit, but it. The, the jerk it does but it, it more just prevents superficial cuts but there was actually a study done and they found that boxers that wore headgear actually sustained worse concussive injuries because the fights went for longer which means yeah. they got more blows to the head instead of you know breaking your nose and then one and done and one and done yeah so it's um, i think the ultimate solution is don't get hit in the head yeah well that's my plan I'm i mean if you're good if you're good enough get hit. you should never get hit i'm gonna do right? this one the whole time <laughs> You're gonna be on the ground doing that. Yeah. Like, your arm starts Fence, like fencing shooting position. up. What do they What do they call that? It's like no, there's there's a term when your yeah, arm starts. I'm like, pretty sure it's called like, like the fencing. Oh yeah, fencing that sounds right. Position. Like you have you have no control, and you're for whatever reason your or it's arms the fencing just start response. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a fencing. Is that a response. true thing? That's sick. Fencing response? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You get if you get like a concussion yeah. or or something, your your arm will literally st- you'll be like if you're on the ground, your arm will just start like floating Ugh. up. And just be like you see it in UFC. Just like when a lot of people get knocked out, you do see it in UFC. But could that be because yeah. they're trained athletes, so it's such an instinct? It says immediately uh, after such, moderate no. forces have been applied to the brain stem. One second. Oh. It's like some horrible thing going on. It says on. the forearms <laughs> are held brain. flex or extended <laughs> after you get hit in the brain stem. You know, that's, that's I mean... Like that's not even your brain, dude. The that's stem like stem of your brain. Some, like deep, <laughs> yeah. deep, deep. Your lizard yeah, ancestor. That? That's some fucking trait from two billion years ago that we had. <laughs> the, you know, the fish yeah. that you uh, were descended from is trying to help you in any way it's can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Am I doing a good job? No, no, you're not. Don't eat me. <laughs> I, that fish is like I've got it from here. <laughs> Get you um yeah i that was like my biggest concern because i was i was considering we had a whole well i asked you i asked you if you'd box me you said no because we're at similar height how how tall are you six three and a half you're just you're like just slightly too tall i'm like six almost six one you guys are all tall two inches is a lot kid around you guys and how, how much do you weigh i'm 88 at the moment 88 pounds. So it's like 195, 190. I probably, I don't, if I had been training for six months, maybe I could get up to that because I sit around 175. So I'd have to get how much you weigh, Will? 20 pounds, Hmm. like 175. Because I remember when we went, when you came to Australia, we both went on the. Um, I was fat. You went on the scales, and you were depressed that you were the fat. same as me. No, I was fat. <laughs> Wait, Alex, who well, are you? Uh, you have to make your calls. Who's going to win the fights? Oh, I guess main fight is what I does versus Doctor Mike, and that is a really hard one to call. Because if if Doctor Mike has actually been boxing for ten years, then it's just such an advantage. It's pretty fucked. But I think Ian's maybe got that crazy <laughs> underdog factor. Um, the only thing I can think about Ian is that like Ian does not, he's like, he does not half-ass anything. Yeah. And so like Ian was training for this literally six months before it was even like on the move, this whole event. And I kind of trust that he would only take the fight if he knew he had a chance as well. Here's my speculation. Okay. 
I, cause I'm not, I'm not a, a boxer, but if I had to guess most of your training is just about defending yourself. Mm, it depends. Is that the most important part? Mm, it, it, de- it, it really depends on yeah, well, that obviously is very important because if you've got power and you get knocked out, you can't even use it, you know? Um, right. But it, it really depends. There's different aspects to training. Um, cause my guess is like offense is also kind of defense where it's like if, if you're aggressive with them, they're going to yeah. be more careful with you. Yeah. That is a but big part of it. To be able- if you're offensive, then they don't have the time to kind of dictate the fight. So if you're the one dictating the fight, right. you're the one being aggressive, then most of the time it's easier for you because you don't have to react to as many things like they do. But then you also could just, if you just take a bunch of hits, but protect your head and just let them get tired. Yeah. That's the thing is it do, like, I thought you could do that as well, but like, let's say you no. got your hands up in front of your face, right? You're covering your face. If you get hit in the hands, your hands still hit you in the face. <laughs> you go right into your face. And that fucking hurts. And, I mean, like and getting hit. body shots is not. Oh, the body either. shots. And I, I learned that very quickly because at my sparring gym, because I'm quite tall, the only guys that are the same height as me are fucking oh, no. massive like islander guys <laughs> that weigh like literally 120 <laughs> kilos which is oh, what's no. that 250 pounds yeah. and i will yeah. jab them right i'll hit them directly in the face they don't flinch <laughs> and then one of their jabs hits me and i'm just like fuck you <laughs> like um yeah have, have you like pissed blood or anything after <laughs> oh i i've i've had fucked jaw i've um I've had it just where I've just my nose won't stop bleeding for days after I get oh, hit in the God. nose. Yeah. Like it'll start and then it'll stop and then I'll wake up at night and I'm like, oh, my nose. And then I go snorkeling and because of the pressure, oh. I take off my mask and the whole thing is filled with blood like two days later. And then the sharks come. And then exactly. <laughs> so uh, how, how much, how realistic are the Rocky movies? Extremely, extremely realistic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you listened to that montage? At least I, I haven't by choice, but my coach insists on playing it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, Are you serious? Kidding? I'm not joking. That's so. And he's funny. like, "You're gonna be world champion. You're gonna be world champion." <laughs> That's I'm like, like half the no. neurons in his brain are dedicated to remembering that song has to play while training. <laughs> Literally. Did he make hey, you he uh, run a after a bit. chicken? Did you have to chase a chicken? No, is that part of Rocky? That was in Rocky 3, I think. Because each of the Rocky movies, there's like a different strategy that he has to like learn. And I think it was in the third one, he had to become faster. Mm. And so uh, they they let like a like a chicken on the loose and he had to run and catch it. And that was like his dream. Well, I've, I've still got time. What's, what's, yeah, what's your strategy? What's your like the one thing you're doing? Well, I'm not going to tell you. Well, I've got one thing I'm going to, I do very well. Okay. No, no, I'm but I'm saying tell, like, say, I'm not going to tell. No, but Al, like, you don't have to say it, but like what Alan said, you got to have to, have, there's like one unique thing that you're training for, like chasing chickens or something, you know, <laughs> for, 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 balls. for cha- chasing them for speed, I guess. Kissing my opponent <laughs> until they love That me. was going to be my thing. My thing was to. To, so during the, the match, I'm planning to hit on odd ones out, so he gets really confused and mixed messages. Just be really creepy, like touch his elbows, <laughs> stroke his face. Like when that thing where like the boxers are like leaning on each other, you just start kissing his neck. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just real tender kisses. What if you do a video on uh, do the strategies from Rocky actually work? That's very funny. Chasing chickens. What are the other strats? Is that too old of a reference? I've actually, actually never seen, seen, seen any of the, I've seen every Rocky movie and the Creed movies now. Like the so, so, Alan, what are the other strategies that Alex can incorporate into his training? Mm, tell me, so, Alan. So, 
Uh, the first movie was just uh, Rocky was like washed up. He was like 30 years old. And so he was just like trying to like Uh-oh. be get into shape. Um, somehow that never became an issue again, even though he only got older over time. It's only in the first movie where they're like, you're 30 years old. You can't do this. And he's like, yeah, but he established himself. He established himself. Right. So then in the second movie, it like, it, it doesn't make any sense. They, he goes with this strategy of, cause he's a Southpaw, right? And so in the hmm. second movie, like his trick is he learns to fight right handed and, yep. uh, he was going to switch like halfway through the match to really mess up Apollo Creed in their rematch. But then, like, during the match, he's like, no tricks. I don't want any tricks. And so he fights the whole thing right-handed, <laughs> which I, I don't really know what well, the point Well, it's interesting you should mention that because I was trying to find out um, what how Odd Ones Out fights. Um, and you can see there's videos of him animating. And when he animates, he actually does it with his left hand, right? But then when I found out from uh, the organizers that he fights orthodox, um, so that means that he knows how to use his left hand as well. So he's, he's probably doing Rocky too. He's doing Rocky too. He's watched that and he's going to be like, oh, he's going to oh. switch it up on you. He's going to switch it up on me. He's doing a Rocky too. <laughs> uh, Rocky three, I think was the speed one. He the gets chicken. like real lean and he gets really fast. Um, Rocky four, which one was Rocky four? That was the, like the Russia one, right? Where he like goes and fights in Russia. You're saying right as though I have, any of us have any clue. Yeah. yeah. I, no I don't idea. think there wasn't a strategy in that one. He just trained like in the Russian wilderness and I mean, somehow. That, Alan, him, you like, should be doing this boxing. That's match. a strategy. <laughs> yes. Well, with all my Rocky here. strategies. <laughs> Alan can fight you. Alan, are you pretty, how tall are you? You're taller than me. Uh, right? I'm six, six two, two and right now I'm like 200 pounds. So I actually, yeah, I'm like. Yeah. You and me like, can fight. I, I could spar with Alex and just get my fucking face caved in. <laughs> like, I'm sweating just sitting here talking about Rocky. It's like hot here right now. I like, didn't turn my AC down enough. So I'm like, oh, yeah. oh yeah, so in Rocky oh. 5, it's, it's more of a street mm. fight. Uh, uh. <laughs> Rocky could chase my team. Oh, wait, Alex, so who's going to who, who who's gonna win each fight? Okay, so the, the lead, the title fight is I-dubs. Versus Dr. Mike, who Dr. Mike apparently has been fighting for 10 years. Uh, Ian has been fighting for about a year. And I think it's going to be close. I don't think there's going to be a knockout, but I reckon it will be. I reckon Dr. Mike will probably take it. I wouldn't be surprised. I would be more surprised if Ian won, I think. But I also would not bet against Ian. No, no. Like, Ian, I think, has probably trained more than Dr. Mike has trained. Like I would, I, I don't know exactly what Dr. Mike's training regimen, but I would say like I bet you Ian has trained more in this like six months than Dr. Mike has trained in like the past yeah. year. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. You can get That's a lot won. done. Like you can <laughs> very quickly change from a complete novice to someone that knows how to not get hit, which is, which was quite like a revolution for me. I was like, oh, you know, I can do this and do oh, I this. I don't have. To I don't take have that. to get hit in the head. Um, how many of those did it? No, I'm not telling. I'm not saying a number. <laughs> I just don't want to quantify it for myself yeah, and put it out there. You know, I don't want to. It just don't want to think about it's like it. How many hours I've played Call of Duty? Yeah, you don't want to know that. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, but Doctor Mike, what do what do you think of what do you think of Michael Reeves versus Graham Stefan? <laughs> I think that's that is honestly why Creator Clash is so great because I have no idea 
Michael's got some like goblins. He does. We, we used to work out and uh, he's like a lot stronger than you think he would be. Like you think that he'd sort of be this fat little, you know, marshmallow, but he's actually like a, a, like a full sized man condensed into a little <laughs> oh <my> man. <laughs> like a Bruce Lee kind of a thing. Yes. Like very just dense. If he embraces his inner goblin. He will a hundred percent win this. Just goes full goblin mode so and just overpowers him round one. What if he get, he just gets out? He's like goblin mode, <laughs> just <starts> shrieking. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, but, um, if he did that and he lost, I think that would. Oh, this would be great. <laughs> Still on brand. I find it just interesting that Michael's even in this fight. I feel like the bet I'd be confident taking is like, is he even going to actually get into the arena? <laughs> <laughs> no, but even Graham Stefan, it's like it just doesn't. It seems like in my mind, two people who wouldn't join a boxing match. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I'm 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 confident. I know why everybody else is doing this. They just like they need something in their lives that's completely yeah. different than what they've yeah, been doing. Yeah, that's why I did it as well. I was like, it's just so weird to do. Like, yeah. get like Alex Ernst. Yeah, I was also like, surprised I, to see him there too. Is he on this list? Or yeah, he's there? still he's still there. on there. He's fighting uh, Ryan from Super Mega. Yeah, so he. Uh, I told Ian, I was like, you should ask Alex. Because Alex is one of those people who's sort of just been like mm. trying to figure out what to do. You know, he's kind of been doing youtube he had some success doing it but he just was sort of just like in this rut and i'm like he's he wants to get in shape like he all constantly talks about like getting in shape um and i'm like this 100 percent alex is the kind of guy who's crazy enough to just say yes <laughs> to something like this and he's and he's doing it mm. and he did it and i was like okay i'm pretty sure that's why mm. i would have done it if i did it is just to do something completely different and to get into better shape like, yep. i'm not in bad shape but i'm not in shape like i'm just you know Plays cod a lot <laughs> and drinks Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> and so I, I feel like I can kind of mm. understand the angle that like Michael would take or Graham Stephan would take. We'd just be like, all right, let's do something completely yeah. hilariously different. Do you know how seriously Alex has been like taking it? Has he been training like a lot? Yeah, he has been. He's been training a lot. Would your money be on Alex Ernst then? I have no idea. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I would not want to fight Alex. Yeah. There's a couple. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, Alex has that like, that like hobgoblins. A lot of there's a lot of goblins. A lot of goblins. A lot of goblin strength on, in this fight. Well, hobgoblin is different. Oh, okay. Than, I'm talking Entirely like different species. He's got that like, you know what I'm talking What's about? Like that person is that like dwarf crossed with goblin, like thicker. I, I think Will doesn't even know. Goblin. He's he's the hobgoblin. I think hobgoblin is a just hobgoblin. like a bigger one. That was my thought. This is just like a kind of beefy. Oh goblin. yeah, he does. Like a regular goblin, is like cool. Michael Reeves. Alex is. You like know, it says a hobgoblin goblin tends to be more about creating mischief. <laughs> ah. That's not. That's, that's not, what you not true. What do we call? What do we call a big, strong <laughs> goblin? An ogre. An orc. <laughs> An orcai. An orc. Mm, oh, orcai. Sick. <laughs> I, I feel like Alex has just always been that kind of kid where it's like even if he's not in shape, who could he could probably punch you really hard. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just like a certain body type. Like, Alex has that body type of just kind of just big. Mm. I would just be intimidated. Just him sort of like staring me dead in the eye. I'd be very intimidated. I wouldn't even want to like get past that. You know, he's got a look in his eye <laughs> yeah. that he can do. But like, I haven't really seen what Ryan's doing either. No. Because so Ryan McGee is one half of Super Mega, 
Alex Ernst is Alex Ernst, kind of known for Vlog Squad, but now just sort of does his own thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. I, I actually don't yeah. know. I genuinely don't know. I I feel like anything, any answer is just guessing. Yeah, especially it's just so hard with novices. It's just like literally anything yeah. could happen. Here, here's one that I'm. I don't know what to think of. Um, uh, Harley versus uh, Aaron Hansen. I think just so epic, epic meal time. Harley came from Epic Meal Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron comes from Game Grumps and a bunch of old animation stuff. I, th- I think time. that weight just makes such a big difference, and that is the weight class that I think that is the most mismatched. In that Harley's quite yeah. a bit bigger. Um, bigger, yeah, yeah. And when I fought bigger guys, even when I land good shots on them, just because it's you know it's like a mass thing. If I sh- right. throw my ninety kilo body at someone that's one hundred twenty kilos. It's, it's unfair. unfair. And they will do a thing. Their hand doesn't even move that fast. Hits me in the gloves. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? I just got hit by a, you know, a cannon. Like, <laughs> um, right. and, and just things in boxing, especially when you're getting close and you're just leaning on each other. Mm. Like if you weigh 120 kilos, you are going to drain all of their energy so quickly. Um, just by just leaning. By leaning. Like you're not meant to lean on them, but it happens, you know. Um, and just and just the kind of psychological things of being in the ring with someone that's that big. Uh, I mean, good on Game Grumps for doing that. I don't think I'll be able to do it. Yeah, I really respect everybody who's doing this. Like seriously, like anyone, anyone who sort of sees this anything as like other than just like impressive, is is a jerk. Like this is some serious like discomfort. Like being completely out of your zone, trying something that. You probably never thought you would have done in your entire life. In front of a lot of people as well. <laughs> in front of yeah. a lot of people. Like it's gonna be hundreds of thousands yeah, of people. I mean, and Alex yeah. isn't even in his own country. Like, no, yeah, that's right. the thing that's I'm just hoping I get enough time to kind of yeah. acclimatize. Um so I'm that's why I'm arriving two weeks before to, you know. It take, it probably yeah, it takes about that time just to just yeah, jet that's lag what I'm saying. Yeah, jet lag fucks me for a week usually. Like so then we've got uh, internet comment etiquette versus DJ Welch. I actually don't know anything about DJ. No, Welch. neither. I think he's mates with Odd Ones Out. Um. So internet comment etiquette. Um, that is that is Eric. He is known for his like. Uh, I don't know how would you describe his videos. It's kind of what it's like. A bit like reviewy. Like you kind of it's, kind of like trolling people, yeah. reviewing like social commentary while trolling yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, he's also the Salvia guy who did Salvia and then with stared the cat? at his windshield. Wait, is it he? the cat the jumps on guy. the windshield of the That's car, Eric. he's like... That's, that is Eric. That's him? I did not, oh! I did not know yeah, Eric was the Salvia guy. <laughs> so there's AB from the H3 podcast and then Hundar. I don't really know. Is Hundar a streamer or something? I don't really know. No, I don't know who either is. Cowchop? Oh. I think Hundar's um, going to win that one just based on how they look. The, picture, the pictures are like... He just looks like a... Like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we've got Yodeling oh, Haley and Justin Minx. Yeah, I don't actually know who Yodeling. No, Haley she's a TikTok is. girl. Um, Justin Minx is like a a, a giant. She's. I feel like you say a giant, but this is just us. She's she's like six feet. I don't think she's six foot. I think she's like five no. ten or something. She's just like slightly oh. tall for a woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I saw there. I watched Giant. part of a stream. Oh, five foot nine. Okay. <laughs> Will's just not. spreading lies. I don't and know. It's because you watched a stream with Michael Reeves and her. Hobgoblin. <laughs> She's like a hobgoblin. A monstrous woman. Five nine. Enormous. I dude. I have honestly I, the most respect I have is for these two girls. Like mm. what a what a freaking like completely like completely out of your water like this is uncomfortable for the guys i can't imagine how yeah, the good girls feel signing up for this especially being the only two no it's gonna be a fucking hilarious event and it's gonna be nice as well that it's not all like the other ones i've briefly watched it's like the cringiest people mm. like the people you just hate like yeah. the tiktok events are just horrible like everyone's so egotistical and so fake and you just i don't you want yeah. them all to get knocked out? You can't tell. Is it real or are they just trying to do what they've seen on TV in the past? Yeah, yeah. Just kind of doing a shitty job. No, so it's... Ryan and Alex, Matt and Dad. Uh, ah, I did a thing in Odd One's Out. We already said it's an unfair... Yeah, who do you think is going to win that? Said it's already, who do you think is going to win that? He's already said it's an unfair fight. Like, Alex Odd is one definitely out or losing. I did oh, a thing? Oh, I did a thing. <laughs> Honest opinions. I don't um, care what you okay. say. If I, if I had... If someone pointed a gun at my head and they said that they would murder me unless I put pick the winner i think i think i would go with you yes you're not just saying that because you know me and you have to say no this. i feel like like odd ones out is more sort of reserved uh maybe i want to say like more he's like kind of more of like an introvert mm. and you're more extroverted and i kind of feel like maybe i don't know if that matters too much though. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't there's when at my gym once you do enough training yeah. it probably there's a there's a like, kid at my gym who's 15 He's six foot and he's a, he's an introvert. And then he doesn't really speak much. But as soon as you get in the ring with him and as soon as like you tap him once and you kind of like wake him up, he's a you fucking monster. That, yeah. <laughs> and you oh just like, God. all you have to do <laughs> is so like, scary. you have to peel the tape off. So he's like, okay, I don't feel bad anymore. And then <laughs> yeah, that's what it's literally like. And like this kid's 15 and like the older fighters like people are like nah I don't want to get in the, the ring with him Wait, <laughs> like people are just like so he just he waits for you to hit him so it's legally self-defense yeah that's <laughs> yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is <laughs> no I think it's a bit of the adrenaline and like mm. in a reason so you're like oh, okay I can hit this person now now that they've hit yes me, exactly you know. Oh my god! So yeah, my my gut says to vote for Alex, but that also makes that also scares me the fact that I think that way because that's kind of like. A trap. <laughs> no, it's not, Will. This is the, that's the correct. Wait, why answer. is it a trap? <laughs> well, because you like you you like oh I'm, you're like under, like you're sort of underestimating. I just don't know yeah, anything you know, you... about odd ones out. I just don't know any like. No, neither. Honestly, that's the yeah. thing. That's like you can't underestimate. Like he could show people, up and just like... be a monster. Yeah, a he demon. could be fucking. The kids are all the all the people that watch him. The kids are gonna have a hard time watching. <laughs> he just, him in half he just, after he squishes yeah, my head, exactly. you know, he just, like, oh God, like he just turns Alex into a paste. <laughs> <laughs> just goes to prison after. <laughs> what do you What do you think the like day after is gonna be like? Because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully be there for like the two weeks leading up to it, and so I'll be able to get, like kind of live that pre-boxing yeah. experience with you guys. But you know, I'm curious. You know, what's sort of the worst spar you've had, and and what it took five days? Like the next day, you're basically just bedridden. Like that was my like training process. Was like as soon as I got a coach, my coach was like, "Look, the most important thing is like fuck hitting a bag. Is you need to get in there with someone." And just start sparring. You need to start getting your ass and I ask kicked and just learn, like, because mm. your first instinct is fear, like you run away to get over that. Um, but so I was doing 
normal sparring for, you know, six months. Seven, and then only recently in the last month, I've done like proper, like hard sparring, five rounds, two minutes, which is what it's going to be. And when I... So what's, what's the difference? What's the difference between like beginner sparring and like hard sparring? Uh, is it sort of closer it's to like just, an actual match? It's close or? to the match, but it's just the intensity of how hard you're going. Because obviously when you're punching, you can choose to like tap someone or you can choose to throw mm. your whole get your weight behind it and go as fast as you can and when you're doing that so this is more like throwing real punches real punches you're trying to knock them. like you're sparring and trying to knock the person out um okay. and that so otherwise you're just trying to like get into yep. them you're not yep. actually trying to hit them and now you're like now you're trying, trying to, to actually get your weight behind, throw your punches and then your brain also you understand that that person's trying to do the same to you so the anxiety level right. in the fight takes a lot out of you and so it's a completely different fight when you're scared mm -hmm. so if you're scared it's like stress it's, stress. it's, like a stress it's literally like three times harder and it's like five rounds of two minutes when you're scared is like the hardest thing i've ever done it's like harder wow. than 90 minute soccer game like sprinting the entire time it's probably just like a consistent adrenaline it is. rush like you literally your body is just like just like constantly like but but in terms of the next day you, you like, get pretty fucked like if you get hit at a lot in the head you just feel like you've got a bad hangover like which is probably is that that's just concussion isn't it <laughs> no nah, I'm, at this point good. it's probably better not to know because you're gonna have to you're good it. i mean you're talking straight so am i now. am i yet <laughs> i agreed to come on this podcast so i'm not i'm not talking straight yeah. will <laughs> no. Well, talking straight and making bad decisions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna start speaking um, in an English accent I mean, after it's done. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna sound Australian anymore. It's that would be like sick. <laughs> Apparently, that's happened to people, hasn't it? Something traumatic it? brain injury, and the guy's got like an Irish accent or something. Have you heard of that happening? Just spontaneous. I've heard like spontaneous accent changing. How does that work? Um. Don't know. Maybe there's an Irish part of your brain that gets triggered or something. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, all the nationalities. There's just different parts of your brain. The fight is November, no, uh, <laughs> May 14th yep. in Tampa, yep. Florida at the, oh, the Yinling Center. Yep. That's uh, the beer. Hmm. Um, there is a live stream. Oh, we're doing free promotion. Do you want to promote it? Or want me to yeah, promote it? I'll you can. You can. Pro you're a good talker, Will. You can promote it. <laughs> okay. It's Ian. It's Ian's thing. You're doing part of it. I honestly, this to me is just going to be as close as it gets to kind of like a VidCon experience. Mm. Um, you can get tickets to the stream on thecreatorclash.com uh, or tickets to the event. But I think they might be close to sold out, if not sold out already. But I. That's why There's... I want. I want some. I did a thing. Fans there because it's going to be all American. So odd ones out. The other people that have made their announcements already, they're going to have a lot of fans in there. Mm. So, have you announced it? I imagine on Twitter, I'm, my video should be coming out. Well, by the time this comes out, the video will be out. So, yeah. Alex, you'll have your yeah. biggest fans there. Us. Yes, my most important fans. <laughs> if you don't get the video done before the match, uh, you're going to have someone post it since you'll be comatose. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll just set it on auto post so no one has to do it, just, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Schedule. <laughs> Uh, it looks like there's basically, this is hilarious. I'm looking at the seats right now. There's nosebleed seats that are like 25 bucks. And then there's really expensive floor seats that are like $500 to $1,000. Uh, and then the stream is, uh, how much is the stream actually? Stream's um, a good price. It was like compared to others. Yeah, the stream's really not bad. Was it 25 I think it was 25 bucks, memory. 25 bucks. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and that's right now. If you wait till the day of show, it's $35. Um, so... 
yeah, if you guys have any interest in seeing Alex win, uh, yes, win, and, definitely and win, Reeves, Hobgoblin, and I, I'm trying to think who who you know, people who listen to definitely us Michael, talk, who they High Dubs, Michael definitely Reeves, Michael. me, definitely Alex. Yeah, yeah if you, I'm 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 really excited just to be there. I don't really know what to expect otherwise. Um, I'm kind of almost even nervous for you guys. I like I do a really good job getting like like empathetically nervous. <laughs> no, I reckon you're gonna get really into it on the night. You're gonna go like full gladiator, like Roman uh, viewer, okay. and just if be I, like, yes. if I knew more about boxing, I think I would. Like if I had more boxing experience, which probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I think I probably would be less nervous. But for me, it almost feels like it's a little bit closer to a fight to the death than it actually is. Like I, I don't know, <laughs> like shit, man. Well, okay, I got a question, Alex. Would you rather get knocked out by odd ones out or shit your pants with a Knocked out, 100%. No question. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be the guy Fuck that gets knocked out. Because imagine known if, for, the known for if, if you got knocked out, it would go like semi-viral, you know? It would be... But if you, if you shat yourself in the boxing match, that would actually be like random news people would just be talking about it all over the world wait what you need to do you need to make a bunch of videos like recorded right before the fight of like all the different things that could happen to you that'd be really embarrassing and say that you're doing yeah. it oh, yeah, that's good that's yeah, like, good i'm gonna plus. get knocked out on purpose i'm gonna shit my pants on purpose and, I'm gonna do this all, on purpose. and then you release it afterwards like i knew it i predicted it. the bad thing about that question is you can get knocked out and then shit yourself i'm sure that happens i'm sure that happens so yeah so you have to just be on the cusp of death you have to hold out for the yep. right for the duration that you're on the, no, you can die in, in the, the ambulance exactly. and then you can shit your you pants. have to have been punched in the asshole oh. so it just kind of seals <laughs> off you know like you guys are doing a whole weigh-in and that's probably going to be filmed and publicized too i'm just i can't like what is the plan for that like you just have to like fake be aggressive yeah that's the funny gotta, thing like, is like when you see the know. people they're so fucking angry um and originally i was planning to um fight Matt Watson was one of the people that was potentially the first fight ups. And I was, I was talking to Matt. I was like, well, when we're doing the weigh-in, why don't we just like look really angry, lean in, and then just start making out, just properly start making out until someone has to separate us. Like, and, then, yeah, you're like, and then you're like, wow. Just wait you until back. we're in the I ring I feel like if there's anything you to do that, it probably would be. Uh, would, Matt Watson wouldn't it would be funny if we kissed? Wouldn't it be funny if we just made out? Yeah. Uh, yeah good joke. Funny. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Just wait till the boxing match. Yeah. You get something you've never seen before. <laughs> they, just, they just completely cancel the match. They don't even want to know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're doing. How dare you? That's what we're doing. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> Alex is going to be shooting ping pong balls out of his butthole. Oh, yep. Yeah. Straight towards you, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be aiming for you. Catch it. Catch it. <laughs> Catch it with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for coming yeah, on, Alex. No if you guys want to see Alex get ripped in half by Odd <laughs> you can go to thecreatorclash.com and buy in-person tickets if you want to come to Florida or already in Florida or uh, um, watch the stream for like 25 bucks if you buy it before. And I know like that'll on this whole event uh, is, is anything over paying for the event is going to charity. So buy a ticket, buy a streaming. Do it. Watch Alex get. Alex win. <laughs> watch Alex win. get. Win. Yeah. Win get getting get wheeled win. into an ambulance. <laughs> but at least if I'm if I have my thumbs up, I'll be alright. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thumbs up means you haven't shit. <laughs> <Yeah. yet. laughs> alright, we'll see you guys on Patreon. Bye-bye.